Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller, North by Northwest, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Curtis Blaze, and walking underneath of me, slipping his gun to Anna, if you know what I mean, is my esteemed colleague, Jason Hummel. Stay where you are. We are the hosts of the Better Off Dead Minute, also. We are also the hosts of the Better Off Dead Minute, also. Join us now, won't you, as we unpack Minute 128 of the Hitchcock film, North by Northwest, already in progress. It's our last trip down the Brady Bunch steps. We learn this later, Jason. But I want to talk about this a little bit. This is a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen this movie. One minute at a time. <laughs> Anna has a gun. Yes. Where does that gun come from, Jason? It came from uh, Eve's luggage. Okay. So this is this is the gun that has the blanks in it. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever, wherever Leonard had it stashed is where she got it from. That's what I want to talk about. Leonard went through Eve's luggage and found the gun. Yes. And put it in his pocket. Yep. Of his suit coat. And then later sprung the empty gun as if he were going to kill Philip on him in the, what I'll just call the living room, in spite of the existence of many different tables. <laughs> the den? Whatever it is. Well, the den would have a desk and... Well, this room has a tiny table, it has a big table, it has a couch, it has a furry chair. Could we call it a rumpus room? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're getting a little off track. The point is, he had it in that room with all the fur and the... Fires and by the way, they're leaving the fire going. Anyway, said the point. So they leave the house. They uh, Eve does the thing. She gets the she opens the uh, matchbook with her giant hands. Gets the clue. Goes upstairs. Leonard comes upstairs immediately. Okay, immediately goes upstairs to uh, make sure she's not up to any shenanigans. And then downstairs, he's out of frame for a second. He's back in frame, but he hasn't come. But he's come from like the the area of well. Let's just examine that quick. So I had to go back to the movie to check, Jason. I don't know if you can see me from from where you are all the way over there. I went back to minute 127 to look. What happens is Leonard goes from, he has the gun in the what we'll call the living room. Yes. And then he goes up the stairs. He, he has the gun. His, the gun goes back in his pocket. He goes up the stairs to see if uh, Eve's up to shenanigans, going up to get her earrings, and then comes back down the stairs. Yep. And when he does... We don't see him again. Here they gather each other. Okay, so at second 149 in in the last minute, Leonard and Eve both come from the area of the bottom of the stairs. There's no opportunity for either of them to go where Anna got the gun yeah. in today's minute. Yeah. So the only opportunity that the, that either that Leonard had to pass by the place where Anna got the gun today is as they're leaving the house to go to the airplane. Are, are you following? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're following. So so here's what I'm saying. So in so then in minute 128, right at the beginning, Roger is watching them leave. He just watched him pass out of sight, and now he's using his listening things on the side of his head to try to hear what they're talking about. Yeah. And I don't know if this will get us a copyright strike, but he, here's that. But basically, they're just being cordial. Um... Philip is giving Anna last-minute instructions for the house. 
I, I want to assume, because it's the kind of person that I am, that he's saying something like, and hey, don't forget to put the fire in the fireplace out. Those ashes could catch and burn the whole place down. I hope that's what he's saying. And then, and then Anna is like, oh, and I'm also going to pick up the drink glasses that you guys left. Or, or whatever they're saying. Yeah. So at that point, all of them are clustered together. All four of them. Anna, Philip, Leonard, and Eve. Yeah. And they're clustered, presumably, in the place where Eve gets the gun from. Now, I say Eve gets the gun from there because... You mean Anna gets the gun from I'm her. sorry. You know what? You're right. Anna. I've been saying Eve. Anna gets the gun from the area where Anna gets the gun. And I say from where Anna gets the gun because in this minute, when he's sneaking across the balcony to the Brady Bunch steps and she sees him in the television, she doesn't have the gun on her. She's like clearing glasses. There could have been a situation where Leonard palms the gun to Anna, like during this little muttery scene. Yeah. And he's like, right? Yeah. But if it was in her pocket, she wouldn't bother to go to the little, to walk away, I would think. She would just whip out the gun and... Well, then she's stuck with a guy halfway down the stairs with the cover. Yeah. And he could, like, do some fancy up and down running. Yeah. And we'd get a little yakety sacks. <laughs> and he could get away. Yeah. Versus her sneaking around to the back of the big giant pillar in the shadows and waiting for him to come all the, da- all the way down so she has just the gun right in his face drop on him. Yeah. But... I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe they don't show the Leonard putting the gun away so that for maybe a second you think it's a real gun again. Right, I can understand that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to do the what, what, was, what went on off screen to make this gun end up in Anna's hand. Yeah. And it would have had to be Leonard palming the gun to her, like at this very moment. Yeah. Because, where did Anna even come in? Like, do you remember when she came in? <laughs> did she just come in now? Well, what, when he was... Um... Was she in... She was in minute 127? She was in minute 127. Well, he was... Mm. She well, was in the last minute. Yeah. But she just showed up, because we had the whole discussion about, like, what's her father, or what's her husband doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they just groupies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so... So, go on. Well, but yeah, I, I thought it was it was kind of a little... Just a little bit of misdirection. Um, but the funny thing is, it's, it's like the only gun in the movie. <laughs> Every time you, you'd see it, you'd think, oh, yeah. For a spy movie, right? Yeah. One gun. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. You are wrong. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's a machine gun mounted onto that airplane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or a guy holding a machine gun. Yeah. We don't really see it. Yeah. Well, we one hand scripts. one hand gun, anyway. <laughs> uh, but... And a cute little gun at that. Yeah. Well, and the funny... Well, the funny thing about this scene, watching it just now, I think there actually may have been an homage to this in Fantastic Mr. Fox, the Wes Anderson movie. There's a scene where the animals are hiding, and uh, the farmer's wife is looking around. They're talking about how she's so nearsighted she won't see us anyway. But she do- goes around nonchalantly, doot to doot to doot. Then she goes into a drawer and gets a big knife. Okay. Yeah. It, it. I don't know. Apropos of nothing, but it just kind of dawned on me that it might have been a, a nod. So I, there's a, there's some fellow MXMers that are going to be uh, uh, bummed out that I'm saying this, but I've never seen that movie. Really? Is it about... It's uh, based on the Roald Dahl story about, it's basically animals that act like humans. Okay. Like, yeah, like the, yeah, the, uh, Mr. Fox is a journalist who likes to steal chickens. <laughs> you may have noticed my, for the last couple minutes, my voice has been super dropped out. Hopefully I've been talking loud enough to be picked up by, uh, Jason's mic. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> I guess I'll just hand increase the loudness during those parts. So these, uh, this whole movie is just animals. 
It's animals yeah. instead of people? Yeah. Well, there's people. Is it an animal-y plot, or is it just a complete people plot, and there just happen to it's, be animals acting? It's like a heist movie, but with animals. Okay. Are they stealing, like, eggs? Or are they stealing chickens. money? They're stealing chickens. Chickens and apples and alcoholic cider. God, suddenly I want to see this movie. Now I can't wait. Next thing, uh, next thing up on Netflix. So it's misdirection. We're deciding that it's misdirection. Yeah. So Leonard, without explanation, palms the gun to Anna. And Anna, what? If she has it in her pocket, needs to go in the shadow to get the drop on him. Is playing it cool. I think that's probably how it goes. Rather than him setting it down on a counter on the way out and then Anna happens to know where it is. Yeah. Okay, so that's probably what happened. And then gets a drop on him. That's the end of the minute. So the question is, does she have pockets in her dress? You know, we really haven't talked about this. Has Anna been in the house the whole time? Did she hear a gunshot and not come running to see what the hell? Yeah, you would think she would. Like, Philip! What happened? Or did she just arrive? Did she just walk in the door a minute 127 and just started bustling? Yeah, I'm thinking that's... You think she just arrived? Just arrived, yeah. She was supposed to meet at the plane? Oh, you know what? I've got an explanation. There's a guest house. Ah. All that, him staying at a hotel, husband staying at a hotel and all that crap. There's a guest house. And the reason she showed up now is because the plane showed up. She heard the plane and she's like, I better get over to the main house. Ah. Explains why she didn't hear the gunshot. Explains why she just suddenly shows up right now conveniently. Explains why her husband's not there, yet they're all talking about like making plans and getting out of the house. Yeah. Guest house. Yeah. Okay. That works for me. Just like Alice has her own room behind the kitchen. <laughs> What do you think about the decor of this room? We get a really good look at it in this minute. We get kind of a... We see we, we see the other half of the room that we haven't been seeing the rest of this thing. We get cameras that are looking looking where we want them to look to the other side of the room. We've got like this marble head. We've got these crazy concentric square pillows. Different kinds of lamps again. We've got the gold like, I don't know, anal bead lamp. <laughs> and then we've got like like the... I don't even know... Well, how would you describe this lamp? There's a lamp, guys, if you're watching this, at second, whatever, 23 in minute 128, which I've said 127 enough now to uh, for everyone to think that's where we are, but we're on minute 128. There's a lamp at second 23. What do you think this is? It looks like a statue. Well, yes. Oh. I, I guess it's a statue. Does that look like he's got a coon hat on? <laughs> to me... This is going to be weird, but it looks like one of the angry trees from The Wizard of Oz. Yes! You see where I'm going with this. One of the angry Wizard of Oz trees. Or, therefore, a treant. Or... But also, he might be wearing a coonskin cap, I think. Or she, because maybe dress. This lamp is creepy. This lamp... Whoever de- decorated this place, just decorate it in a way to make me feel tense. Because there is nothing that's the same anywhere. There's no sense of balance in this room at all. Everything is just crazy. We've got brass next to gold, next to stone, with a wooden carving of a guy in a coonskin hat, with different kinds of lampshades all over the place, and, like, I don't even know what this is. A brontosaurus statue? (laughs) Is there a brontosaurus statue over the door? Or a ferret? By the way, is that the way out? Is that the door out? It is, right? Yeah. I, I guess I always assumed the door was over on the right side of the screen. Or a ferret. What if it's a real ferret? If I press play, does it move? It does not. Not a real ferret. But could be a ferret statue. In the front door, like as you're walking, as you're walking up to the house, in the windows that are over the front door, there's a, there's a ferret statue. 
that's your first impression of the uh, of the decor of this place as you're walking up after you get you know after you behold the the grand architecture. Yeah. The owner of this house's message is, "Look at my ferret." <laughs> <laughs> at least their glasses are all the same. Their little wine goblets are are all the same. But nothing else in this room. They've got like a fur area rug. Just craziness. It's like they got everything at random from the auction house. Hitchcock was like, you can go to the MGM? Who is this? Paramount? MGM. You can go to the MGM storehouse and check out anything you want. And the set decorators got there and said, there's nothing, there's there's not two of anything here. (laughs) (laughs) Except these glasses. (laughs) Well, there's two of the pillows. Oh, you're right. The pillows match. Okay. The pillows match. Then what is going on here? First of all, what kind of plant is that? Hmm. They look like little, like thistle bursts of of yellow. Yeah, it's very thistle-y. <laughs> okay, so I just want I want to get a sense of the geography here. So she's walking from there's something this way. There's like a room that way, possibly her room. She walks over to the TV. She puts the dirty glasses back on the clean bar next to the ashtray and the jade statue. There's nothing else jade in this room. Just there. <laughs> or maybe it's somebody's urn because why would I put it past this room? And also, there's a giant pepper grinder. Oh yeah. Why? What do you have pepper in? And then there's some candles burning, more fire just burning openly in this place. Isn't that interesting? He needed some light there, and he's like, I don't know, put some candles up, and then we'll have an explanation for why there's a spotlight here. Mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock. So she goes around the edge of the, she goes around the back edge of that stanchion, that pillar thing. But she turns left. She doesn't... She's already got the gun on her. She doesn't go anywhere to get the gun. Right now, she's, like, just standing next to the front door, waiting in the shadows for him. Here comes down the steps. Now, right here, he would see her. She would just be right here, just standing there. Yeah. Let me just see if something is explained. Okay, so he has to turn his head clear to the left. Oh, she's, like, in a little... Look, there's that statue. It moved! (laughs) The ferret statue moved. The ferret statue was, like, here... The ferret statue was 10 feet to the left of where it is now. What really? do you think it means? What do you think Hitchcock is up to with the ferret statue? Hmm. So she's hiding in the, the coat nook. Well, we have to make this make sense. What this means, Jason, is that she took the time on the way to the coat nook to stop and grab the ferret statue and move it over. Maybe for luck. <laughs> Maybe to catch, it, catch his eye. But she's short, so she would have had to, like, you know, jump up, do that. Do that short person move where you kind of jump and grab the thing. <laughs> and then like and then like do another jump to, to replace it back in the window behind her in the in the coat nook. <laughs> I'm on to you, Alfred Hitchcock. I'm on to Stay you. Where you Stay where you are. Okay then. Continuing with the uh with the crazy decor. There's just a dead tree. There's just a dead tree next to the stairs. Am I wrong? No. Just sticks. Yep. They've just got some sticks there. Stay where you are. Hey, Google. What's the meaning of the dinosaur statue in North by Northwest? Here are some results from a search. What do you think the odds are I can actually find something about this thing online? (laughs) Uh, I'd say pretty astronomical. I think there's 0% chance that anyone else has noticed this before me. (laughs) I think I am breaking news right now. I think I'm going to blow the lid off of North by Northwest. You can find the Hitchcock Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play or at the main site, HitchcockMinute.com. You can also find us at The Man on Washington's Nose on Facebook and on Twitter at Hitchcock Minute. 
Don't forget that there are over 100 other Movies by Minute podcasts available at moviesbyminutes.com. Please join us here next time on the Hitchcock Minute. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are.